You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. Uh, as you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, in addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. Uh, and most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where each week a buddy of mine will come over and the two of us will sit down and nerd out about a game from yesteryear. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for coming back for another episode. This week, episode 21, my pal Tyler is back and we sit down and reminisce about the legendary Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 for everything like playstation and nintendo 64 really uh and we don't just go with two we kind of look at the whole tony hawk pro skater series uh two i think is just kind of the one everybody knows best so that's the one that's on the cover to try to get a couple extra downloads um uh, this one i decided to go with some actual music because that's what they use for this game so there is a slight chance this one's gonna get taken down i hope not uh i don't think it's big enough or important enough for anyone to pay any attention to it and i don't make any money off of it so if by some chance someone from like Papa Roach is listening to this and they don't want their music on my podcast, please let me know. 
and we'll go from there. I think it's far more likely chance no one's going to even listen. Uh, speaking of listeners, last week was episode 20 and we are creeping up on 1200 downloads in 20 episodes. And I know that that's not a huge number for a real podcast, but God damn it. That's a pretty big deal to me. So thank all of you guys so much for listening and sharing the word like you guys have been doing. I got a whole bunch of great episodes lined up for you guys with a bunch more scheduled. This thing isn't going to slow down anytime soon. Uh, yeah. Video games are the best. Thank you guys for listening. Really, I appreciate it. Uh, as far as what I have been playing over the last seven days, it was Black Friday this last week and Cyber Monday. I hope all of you stocked up. I think I might be the only person in gaming that didn't buy a PS4 this weekend. Uh, everybody else apparently did. Personally, I picked up uh, I picked up the Crash Bandicoot uh, re-release, the Insane Trilogy, and I'm almost done the first Crash. And uh, it's I, that's a game I need to get on this podcast soon. So if you're listening, you like Crash, let me know. Let's talk Crash. Uh, pretty fun. It's been a good time. I also went with Dead Cells, little indie game that's on the Switch now, which is fucking awesome. You may know it if you pay attention to gaming news. It was the uh, the game that that dude, Philip Mewson from IGN, got caught plagiarizing uh, his review from. And then it kind of that it kind of became more known for that than it did for the game itself. But it's a roguelike kind of dungeon crawler action game on the Switch. It's fucking rad. I love it. Check it out if you have access to it. Uh, I also downloaded The Messenger, another indie on the Switch. And I also uh, decided to cave and pick up Mario Tennis Aces for the Switch. Because, you guys, I'm a Switch guy now. And uh, it's pretty rad. Good haul. Good man. Black Friday is the best week to be a gamer. Um, I've been jonesing the last few weeks. I kind of miss my PS4. But I don't want to pick up another one because I play too many goddamn video games as it is. I still have a ton of retro games I want to play to get ready for more episodes of this. Sega has got a big... uh, I can't remember if I've mentioned that on here before, but people have brought up that I haven't done any Sega games. I didn't have a Sega growing up, so I don't have a lot of attachment to it. Uh, But they have a a huge uh, like anthology collection coming out next month for Switch. I'm going to pick it up and uh, get some more FaceTime with some more of those games. And I'll get some Sega going on in here in the new year for you guys. Because apparently some of you actually like the Sega Genesis, which is fucking weird, but no, it's fine. Um, that's what I've been playing. I hope you guys all made out great on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You stocked up. Smash Brothers is a couple of weeks away. Christmas is a couple of months, or like a month away, a couple of months. Christmas is like four weeks away, so fucking get after it um, and play some video games. That's what the holidays are all about, right? Uh, oh yeah, quickly before I get into the podcast this week, the PlayStation the PlayStation Classic, the PlayStation 1 Classic is coming out uh, in the next week or so here, and the reviews are fucking destroying it, uh, which is kind of what I thought was going to happen. I think a lot of companies are looking at what Nintendo did with the NES and the SNES, and they're trying to cash in, and I feel like the PlayStation could have been something where they did cash in. Uh, but it sounds like they half-assed it and cut every single corner they could. So if you've got one on pre-order or if you're planning to pick one up, I'd love to know what you think of it. Uh, I won't be. Maybe if I see one on sale for like 30 bucks somewhere down the road, I'll pick one up, but I have no interest in getting it right now as it is. Uh, so if you uh, if you pre-ordered one, maybe do some homework before you pick it up. It might not be worth your... Save your money. You know, spend it on, spend it on Spider-Man or something instead. Uh, that's it. Okay. Good enough. I think I killed enough time in the intro. I am going to get to the chat with Tyler. We are going to talk some Tony Hawk. Uh, thanks again, you guys, so much for listening. Oh, yeah. I didn't mention it. Like, I need to get into the habit of doing. We're on the Twitter, so please throw us a follow. We'll follow everybody back that follows us. You can find us at Member the Game, just like Remember the Game, but without the RE at the front. And you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Member the Game. Uh, hook us up find us really appreciate it that'd be rad thanks guys i think that's all the professional stuff that podcasters do if you like the show please leave us a good review on whatever uh 
format system thing you're using to listen to it. And uh, please continue to tell a friend. I know a lot of you guys have been doing so. It means the world to me. Thank you guys so much. Let's get to the chat with Tyler and let's talk a little Tony Hawk Pro Skater, you guys. Here we go. I don't know if there's a video game series from our generation that took more hours off people's lives than Tony Hawk. Oh, absolutely. Dude, like like any again, I'm not going to sit here and say like everyone played it, but if you played it, you're listening to this. And like I'm not a you skateboarded too, right? I did. Yeah. Did you still skate or are you getting too old now? No, I'm too old. I yeah. I hurt. I dislocate my shoulder. <clears throat> like I was skateboarding. When do you remember Avenue Skate Park? Anybody who's not from here is like I don't what, skate. What, no. Oh, okay. There's a skate park by an old theater, and they had a. I took your brother there lots actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and they had this pool like this. I think it was like a nine foot. They called it the Blood Bowl. But I would drop into there and I'd carve up that. And every time I wiped out, I would dislocate my shoulder. And I was oh, just fuck. like, oh, I'm old i don't want to do this anymore so that's what video games are for yeah so because like i never skateboarded at all i never really had any urge to skateboard but these video games man like everybody it, skateboarded with these video games oh and this is like <clears throat> in the winter time so i didn't do a lot of snow like when you're what this game probably came out when i was 14 something around there right the, yeah and uh in the winter time like you're really at that age, you're you're not like, all right, let's go to the mountains and go snowboarding. Because yeah. in Canada, there's sure. two seasons. There's wintertime and then <laughs> two months of summer. Two months of summer. So if you didn't have a car, you couldn't go to the mountains to snowboard whenever you wanted. You had to wait for the, like, the trip to come up or mm-hmm. for your parents to take you or whatever. Um, or take the bus, but not from Morinville. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Playing Tony Hawk in the winter was like, that's how you got your fix yeah, for skateboarding. Yeah, and it yeah. got you jacked. And it, then as soon as the snow melted, it was like you played Tony Hawk in the morning and then you ripped out on your board. I really feel like <clears throat> Tony, I mean, because uh, you, you mentioned, you and I were talking about it before we got onto this thing. Like you never played the original Tony Hawk. You nope. started with Tony Hawk too. Yeah. I was the same way. I don't remember ever playing the original one. I bought a, a PlayStation 1 with my own money when I was like 14 or 15. I saved up my money. I bought a PlayStation 1. And I couldn't afford any games with it when yeah. I bought it. I spent every penny I had on the on the console, but it came with a demo disc, and the demo disc had a level in Tony Hawk 2 on it. Yeah, and I it played was that the first level, I think. Yeah, I think so. But I played that demo like over and over and over. And I'll tell you, man, and like you guys know, you're listening to that like the Tony Hawk games were just like, especially in their era, because I know that like some of the later ones kind of got shit on by people. I never, I stopped playing them after underground i think but uh it, underground was the one i was talking about earlier with bam margera and you're in hollywood right that's right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. That, i like that one that was the last one i liked yeah but like in the early days like two three and four in particular yeah that's uh, where you pick a level you you just teleport there you start your run yeah yeah and then there's you know a bunch of power not power-ups but like you get the skate they had like goals right they yeah. had like objectives yeah, yeah yeah and they were just like it was the it was i don't know what it was i don't it was like it was the perfect combination of skateboarding suddenly becoming uber relevant in society because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i mean skateboarding's been around forever but it just really blew up yeah in like the late 90s early 2000s like when i was in high school yeah like it blew and, up and it it always had like kind of a, uh you know <clears throat> a point where it was at its peak and then a recession and yeah. like you'd had yeah you know you had the zephyr squad and they really made it like edgy and cool sure, sure. right 
but before that, like skateboarding was a kid's toy and it wasn't seen as yeah. really cool. Yeah. And yeah. then they kind of took it to a lifestyle. Yeah. Right? Like, and, and it was like, and I really think the Tony Hawk games are just a perfect combination of skateboarding becoming huge. And I think yeah. that the Tony Hawk games played a role in skateboarding being as big as it did. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they were phenomenally done games. Like there's sincere quality in those games. Well, and even like going back, I could go back and play Tony Hawk too. And yeah. I would, I would have fun. It, it wouldn't like the graphics being dated wouldn't bother me because no. they still you can tell what every object is yeah. the skill is there like yeah. the 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 game mechanics are smooth like they, the whole thing is just smoothly to, controlled to me that was like that's the absolute highest thing about those games is just how in, and i mean and i haven't played one in 15 years mm-hmm. since my original xbox i haven't played a tony hawk game but I, like the controls were perfect they Absolutely. were so tight and right out the gate. Like, yeah. they didn't have to change yeah, too yeah. much. And the game got more and more ridiculous. Like, all of a sudden, absolutely. you're skating up the side of a skyscraper. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah. dropping into downtown Anaheim. And yeah, you're going, yeah. what the... F-? But it was like, it, part of the... You know what part of the appeal to these games is to me? Is, is the controls are so tight, mm-hmm. but yet they still, like... And it's not the same as real skateboarding, but like they really do—they <laughs> really do pay off. Like the more practice you put in, the better you get. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like you could not anybody. If you've never played a video game in your life, you're not going to pick up a controller and be able to play Tony yeah, Hawk. You're not going to sit there and you know manual your way no, through the. No, but level. I think that like anyone with any sort of video game uh, ability pretty quickly could pick up the basics of Tony Hawk. But then they got so like, and I think that's part of the addictiveness of the gameplay was like the combos, right? It was to be able to do a, and like, if you were really good, man, you were carrying these combos for like three, four, five minutes. You you could do the whole level sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd get into this like zone and you'd be like, like, fuck, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this. And it was so intense. And like, I felt like a real, like I can't skateboard. I can really stand (laughs) on a fucking skateboard. But I was like, I would get so into this game because I was like, I got to do this trick. And then as you're in the air, putting in the combination to do whatever trick you want to do you're thinking like okay as soon as i land i gotta go into yeah, like yeah. this or i gotta grind this or do you know what i mean like and that's where like even the <clears> multi-playthrough <throat> of a level would come into play because you would like oh okay i did the run like this but i missed this and then you like mm-hmm. kind of have to re reestablish your, your pre-plan <laughs> yeah what you're gonna do for the level and that's one of the things i was gonna say that i think that added to the addictiveness of these games was that like i mean they had i don't remember how many levels they had but they'd have like you know nine or ten or whatever levels in them and like you go into a level in the single player mode and yeah you'd have like i remember having like a sheet of paper with like all the different like do a combo worth this collect the skate letters Mm -hmm. destroy all the bells or something like there were all these little things yeah knock over all the barrels sure Sure. uh something oh if you grinded on the first one in the warehouse i think if you grinded the wings Oh, yeah, there was, like, a plane or something. And then a helicopter would take off, yeah, and then yeah, there yeah. was, like, a part of the warehouse that would open up. The, and... There was, like, an infinite number of ways to play the levels, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah. playing it solo would never get old. Because, like, and the best part was, like, as good as... Because the music in those games was fucking rad, too. Yeah, the soundtracks were always great. That's were like, always rad. That was one of the things that... So, I had a teacher burn me a CD <clears throat> that had a whole bunch of punk music on it, and then listening to the Tony Hawk skate games really got me into, like, other avenues. Me, of, too. Of, yeah. Um, and the, the, as, but like the cool thing about those games was like, as rad as the music was, if you ever did get sick of the music, you just throw your headphones on and listen to a CD or whatever you had going on. I thought there was, wasn't there a way later to like have there, there like, and yeah, you could put your own custom set. Like on my original, I remember playing on my original Xbox and like I used to put, I put a bunch of music on my Xbox yeah. and then I could play my playlist while I played Tony Hawk. So that's what I like doing. I don't think you could do it in Tony Hawk too. Probably not on the original, because in the original PlayStation, I don't think you could even put like they didn't have a hard drive in it, right? 
No, your memory you could cards. put a memory card in. Yeah, but I don't know if you I can't do remember. That. I don't know either. Yeah. We're old. Yeah. Um, There's but been like, systems and systems and systems yeah. since then. But what was like, it was almost like, I would almost describe Tony Hawk as our generation's Minecraft. It was that game that you could just lose yourself in for hours and not really even accomplish anything. No, nothing. But just lose yourself in it for hours. Just mm-hmm. trying to, even once you finished all the all the different like objectives on and levels and stuff like that, you're still looking for bigger combos and just like, I would just put it on and like just put my music on or whatever and just, just, get just like for like hours, just escape and yeah. just play this and just see how good, a, how long a combo I could do or. Well, and that, and like that's, <clears> they <throat> captured the essence of skateboarding. Like they've made it into this big fantasy, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's the essence of skateboarding. You're trying to learn a new trick. You're yeah. practicing for hours. There's a lot more like, you know. Right. Like, banged up shins and your sure palm is you could do it without up. getting hurt yeah, yeah which was perfect but you get in that zone and you're just trying to you know and then especially when you have a really good run at the park or something and yeah it's just flowing yeah oh. and then like and i and i i think it was in all of them i don't remember but like being able to create yourself was a huge pro to those games because you create yourself one of the comics I don't, th- I don't think you could in tony hawk pro skater 2 i can't remember i don't remember i know a lot of them you i think in the th- in three you could i can't remember like it, it's one of those things it, i know they you all could, blend together yeah. right That's and the by thing. like uh underground you could pick clothes and yeah, your yeah. character you my could... my one of the guys here in edmonton kevin introduces me on shows as uh this guy looks like the generic face create a character from tony hawk because i've got like the long sleeve shirt and my backwards hat and i'm like thanks kev that's fucking nice yeah but uh but that like to me that added another thing to it because like mm-hmm. i can't skateboard at mm-hmm. all like i said but you create yourself and then like vicariously you could it was just like playing a wrestling game yeah but you were skateboarding and you were doing these insane tricks like you said like grinding on like power lines oh, over yeah. building like if you fell you wouldn't just scrape your knee like you'd die yeah but it was so much fun <laughs> to just do over and over and over again um and then like the fact like they put all these like real skateboarders in and honestly mm-hmm. like outside of like i knew tony hawk i knew bam when he was in them yeah i don't know that even, was later i don't even know if i could name another bob burnquist oh yeah had, bob uh, burnquist yeah yeah they had tony alva in later ones i don't think they had any of the like old school guys in the early ones but they had like bob burnquist and uh who else i can't See? remember yeah exactly because like, they they cycled out so many yeah well tony hawk was the he was the main guy. He's but. the he's the the mecca, right? Yeah. Um, and they tried it with other sports. Like I know they did Matt Hoffman's BMX. Yeah, yeah. And they did. There was a couple of inline skates. I'm a I inline skated. There was a couple of those, but none of them were nearly as good as the Tony Hawk series. It just it flowed better, and it was the innovator. Usually, yeah. when you have the innovator, that's the yeah. And what's crazy about it is like you really like they could have released those games with Tony Hawk's name on them, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater in that era with with skateboarding being as big as it was, and they mm-hmm. they could have like made shitty games. And still sold them. Oh, yeah. Like, wrestling did that. There were so many bad wrestling games back in the day, and everyone bought them because... If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but... Kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the 
best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses. I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. It was wrestling, right? Um, and the only thing like the only thing that might have been as big in the late '90s as pro wrestling was skateboarding. Like those two things were huge, but they didn't. Like they put so much time and effort into these games, you know. And they were such great quality games. And I think that's one of the things that took Tony Hawk to the level that it took his popularity. Absolutely, because like you know he oh, he did the 1080 and you know was a really big vert skater, but yeah. he wasn't. I don't know. He was he was a great skater. I'm not gonna shit on him. He's no, no, he's actually a great. But skater, but I would but... like to know how many people would know who he is without those video games because right. well, I wouldn't. Well, an example would be like uh, Stacy Peralta, who put together the Bones Brigade, which Tony Hawk. That's where he got his start. Okay, not everybody knows who he is, but he's like one of the quintessential. He's one of the original Dogtown guys. He's one of like the quintessential, you know, oh, okay. Godfathers of skating, and. Yeah, you know, no you one, wouldn't know who he is. I have no idea. And there's is. movies with him in it. Yeah, right. Because it was it was these video games, like these video games. I'm not kidding. Like, I, like I think that's the perfect comparison. That was our generation's Minecraft. Was yeah. Tony Hawk? Yeah. There wasn't like you could beat the game, but you couldn't. Yeah. You just play for hours, and then and, that's and not then you have even, a buddy come over and you play against. Him I was for just hours. gonna say that's not even like, and that's just the single player, mm-hmm. like the multiplayer, dude. Like, I mean, it, like when you think of that era, like I think of Goldeneye, I think of the wrestling games, I think of like Mario Kart '64. And those types of things. But like one of the ones I forget about that I spent a ton of time with was Tony Hawk. Dude, horse. Yeah, that horse, was the best. Where you could make the word whatever you want. Yeah. I well, think. It would be, they would call it skate when you're skating, but horse. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. basketball version, isn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like that's, yeah, skate. That yeah, game. Yeah. Where like you could, one would do a combo and then the other one would have to beat it. Yeah. To like to get, oh God. And like you get two guys that are good at it and then even if you weren't playing it was enthralling to like people today make fun of kids for watching Minecraft and watching people play Minecraft but I'm like the amount of hours I spent watching my buddies play Tony Hawk I get it oh yeah ah it was incredible so when you play that game in real life you have to you know copy the trick it's not like you have to beat their combo because that's not there's no scorekeeping yeah there's no real life like that yeah yeah um so somebody would do a trick like right I would play against my buddy Tyler Bailey we'd go to the skate park and we'd play in that game he knew I couldn't kickflip very well, so all he had to do was drop uh, in and then kickflip. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Yeah, whereas if I'm not mistaken, in skate, it wasn't you had to do the exact same trick. You just had to get a bigger combo. Bigger combo. Yeah. Because as soon as your combo broke, that was the end of your score, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, dude, like, what's it called when you're, is it manually? manually. When you're on just two wheels? Yeah. Dude, if you got good at that, 
you were a god. You were a god because you could just go forever. Yeah. And it was all about your balancing and stuff. Like, yeah, and I think in later games, I don't know, I can't remember in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, but in later games, if you were repetitive, you're, they stopped. You had maybe, to keep doing different tricks. You had to keep it yeah, fresh because yeah, yeah. they would take, not take away points, but you would just stop That's getting, right, yeah. you know, boost in your points. Right. Um, so if you got 10,000 the first time you did that trick, you were only getting like 5,000 the next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So you had to keep switching it up, which was part of the fun anyways. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember like, I remember on the cre- create a skater, you could give yourself like some stupid trick. Like I remember like, like, cause it was the 900, right. Is the big one, but there was all these like, cause do you remember in some of them they had like Spider-Man yeah, and that, stuff that was like a that? Secret character in, in, uh, or not a, an unlockable character in, in Tony Hawk pro skater two. Two. Yeah. yeah. And he, I, I'm on, I'm, I'm they're all blending together, but didn't he have like a trick where he would like lose his, like web his board back to him and stuff yeah. like like that was so cool like awesome and it, yeah and it didn't come across as like tacked on or anything that they would mix these like weird because I think Iron Man was in one yeah and it wasn't in two but I was just gonna say I think you could get Iron Man too and he would like I can't remember fuck they're oh. all the same like yeah. it's like I I won't be doing another Tony Hawk episode like this will be all of the games yeah. where I'm using Tony Hawk two yeah like Tony Hawk two on Metacritic is still in the top two or three highest scored games ever, I believe. Oh, wow. Like, I'm almost positive. Like, it's uh, it's Ocarina of Time, it's Breath of the Wild, and it's Tony Hawk 2. I'm sure what? they're all there. And, like, there's a reason. You know, like, it's... I, I think that a lot of the games we talk about on this podcast, especially from the Nintendo 64 PS1 era, like, we look back on with rose-colored glasses, and we're like, they're not really as good as they used to be. Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk is. Is. Absolutely. Like you, you said, like, you can look by the graphics. And, like, I've said many times, I've said it on this episode, or this podcast many times, graphics are by far the least important part of a video game to right, me. Right, right. Just make it fun. But And that jump from the SNES, like, the, the old-school cartridge graphics, mm-hmm. to PlayStation, there was a that's where graphics started to become important to developers right right so then i feel like a lot of gameplay suffered right for the sake of graphics and then the games that focused on gameplay and not necessarily graphics like tony hawk crash bandicoot would be one because you can go back and play crash bandicoot and it's fun right it holds up yeah i could get behind that i I wouldn't say it's it's fucking tony hawk no i wouldn't i would just you know they still had good gameplay like smooth gameplay and a fun you know yeah yeah three-dimensional scroller game i guess or whatever you would call that i'm just bringing up the top scores on metacritic now because i'm curious um Um, so but tony hawk's one of those games that will stand the test of time compared to a lot of games on the playstation where graphics was the focus because they were like "Uh, you know look what we can do now yeah yeah right and you go back and you play a lot of SNES games or and where graphics wasn't the focus, but the gameplay, the story, and just it holds fun. up. Yeah, yeah like fun. I could go back and play uh, Link to the Past. And, you yeah. Know. Like they're like they're talking about releasing a PS1. Well, they're not talking about it. There is a PS1 classic is coming out. Oh, cool. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, can you do that without Tony Hawk? Because they're not going to be analog controllers. They're just going to have the, or they're not going to be, yeah, they're not going to have the dual the joysticks. As far as I'm sure, and like I'm like I mean I don't know if you could get it anyways because of the licensing. You probably need the licensing mm-hmm. agreement. But I'm like, if I was Tony Hawk, I'd be like, I want ten million, a billion dollars. Yeah. But like when I think of PlayStation, I'm like, that's probably the like the one game that if I could get a PlayStation in one game, it'd be one of the Tony Hawks. Mm-hmm. Like they're that like, and I'm just looking at it right now. So this is a little bit of an old article. So I think Breath of the Wild is up there now too. But this says Legend of Zelda number one, or pardon me, Ocarina of Time at number one, 99 out of 100 average score. 
Okay. Number two, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, 98 out of 100 average score. Yeah, makes sense. Um, build your own custom skate parks. Oh, yeah, you could build your own skate parks. Oh. oh multiple play modes, including one-player, career, free skate, as well as two-player modes, such as trick attack, graffiti tag, and horse. Graffiti tag was Graffiti funny. tag was rad. Yeah, actually. And I, I never built a skate park. I, was, I didn't either. I, I didn't have time for that. No, there was too many great levels in it anyways. You didn't fucking need them, well, man. And then my skate park would be like a half pipe and be like, oh, there you go. And like, look at those graphics. Like, I'm just showing Tyler a picture. Like, the graphics aren't that bad. No, they hold up. Yes, they, they're fine. Like, he looks a little bit blocky, but who cares? But you can tell what's going on. You, yeah. It's smooth controls. It's responsive. It feels great. The soundtrack's great. Oh, I don't know when the game started going off the rails. Because uh, like you say, I... I remember playing the first underground game and mm-hmm. liking it. Mm-hmm. And then the second one came out. I, I think I still like the second one. I, I just, there was a point like right around there where I was like, oh, these are getting fucking dumb. Yeah. I, they released was, one where you had to like stand on a skateboard, didn't you? Yeah. And mm-hmm. they had it. They, I, I think that's when I stopped liking it, when it stopped being like over the top and yeah. stopped being a focus on the tried and true control system yeah. where they started being like trying to do, uh, there was a, a point where I forget what it was called, but the Tony Hawk games where it was like you were doing more real tricks and they wanted you to kind of like, you know, move your feet a certain way on the board. Right. That was probably that game. Yeah. See, I don't it, was, like that. it was built for this, you know, like let it custom controller. Like, I mean, like it, part of the, the love of them was just like the they control. The they were tight. Yeah. yeah. They were arcadey. Yeah. It was tight, but it was arcadey. Like mm-hmm. you, like nobody is, is fucking coming off of a five story building into like a half pipe and being like and then going into a manual out of it and being just fine you know what i mean like like or whatever oh you should see some okay. modern skateboarders okay. but no Adam. but like i'm not you're not like 99 <laughs> but 99.9 of us aren't but in this game yeah, you were yeah. you're grinding on power lines over schools like yeah like you could like you said there's like a helicopter and you could grind on an airplane and yeah, shit like that a helicopter's taking off you hop on its propeller and you you're could grinding across it as it's yeah yeah off. like that was part of the fun and i feel like when they tried to get too realistic it almost took away from the fun of it you know yeah. what i mean like do you remember there was i don't remember which one it was there's gonna be an awful lot of i don't remember in this episode if you all know yeah just, i don't care there's a lot well there's lots to the games yeah right there was a hit a point where you could get off the skateboard yeah you could yeah. like run yeah that which, was i that was in the underground i think which i actually enjoyed i thought that added to it because yeah. i like, guess that's one of the things i just remember too is like at the old ones it was like impossible to get off your board yeah you could fall and but that, then by default you'd get up and get back on your board because i think in the old ones that uh you you're doing a level so you were on like a timed run yeah yeah you know yeah. you had five minutes to do whatever you could yeah. i don't think i don't think you could add time to it i can't remember if you could add time like if you yeah. land <clears throat> so you had your special though like you could add time to your special bar but i don't yeah. don't think you could add time to the actual run like you had yeah. a limited time in the level one of my favorite parts about these games and i can't I don't know if they were in all of them or not, but like in the career modes, you'd be in like skate competitions mm-hmm. against all the other skaters. You can mm-hmm. see all their scores and mm-hmm. you had to do, I thought that was like the coolest thing because it was so much fun to be like, you knew you had a great combo going and you were like, I'm saving the backflip or fuck whatever your like special, like your big trick is for the, like that was always my favorite part of these, like but the solo part. At least. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly 
I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. So I'd love to see a game. So like you know, like Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Where it's you know a free roaming world. Yeah. But a Tony Hawk game where you can go to you know online pro uh, skate tournaments against like real time other people. There's a real time uh, leaderboard. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's you know whatever mi- skate missions you can do and that'd stuff. be awesome. That, that's like a really good concept for a game to take the Tony Hawk and make it relevant. Yeah, they, they haven't released a new skateboarding game. Uh, did you ever play the skate games? Well, a little bit. They were fun. I heard they were good. They were yeah. a lot more simulation-y, I read. Yeah, yeah. I never played any of them. They were they were but more down-to-earth. They haven't released a new skateboarding game in a while. No. Seems and crazy to me. I think it's the ebbs and flows of skateboarding, though. Like sure, skateboarding but like... hits peaks and then drops But off. like every other... Like, I mean, like there's football every year, hockey, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer... You know what I mean? Like most of the other sports get a big game every year. I wonder if Tony Hawk was like, that's it. No Maybe. more. I wonder if he hit a point where he's like, I don't care anymore. Just uh, flipping through this article, uh, and Breath of the Wild is on this list. It's five or six. Number nine is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Yeah. So there's two of the Tony Hawk games from that era in the top 10. And highest three ranked Medicare game. Three really oh, good. for sure they were. Like, and that was like one of the cool things about them. And I think that's one of the reasons they stood the test of time, at least for a while. I guess it's kind of a kind of argument because I argue that NHL comes out every year and NHL barely changes fucking anything. No. Whereas Tony Hawk, they really did like, they tried to tweak them. They tried to make them better. And just the new levels alone would always make them worth playing again, just to go to a new location and skate. Well, and what I like is they didn't, they tried to tweak the levels. They yeah. wouldn't necessarily tweak the controls. Like the controls, the con- they knew the controls worked. They were tight. Don't, you don't have to fuck around with the controls. You just yeah. give us, like you said, give us, give us more. Le- give us, give some new levels. Make them big. Give us new challenges. Stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's all we need. You yeah. don't have to change anything else. Add it so you can add your own playlist. Boom. It, yeah, it I'm could, sold. <laughs> you could basically like sell each version as like sixty dollar DLC. Just yeah. buy a new copy or buy a new version of the game and it's got 10 new levels in it. Yeah. And you're like, yep, done. No problem. That's yeah. fucking all I want. Just give me 10 more levels. If Tony Hawk's listening, Tony Hawk Online, you have a whole oh, business God. platform laid out for you right now in this episode. That could be huge. Yeah. I, I don't know I, why I, they don't I do that. I would get it. Yeah, I would too, actually. This this is one of like, I don't have a great deal of urge to go back and play these games uh, from that era 
because I'm like, I just, I'm just skeptical of them. But this is the one that like sitting here talking right now, I'm like, dude, I would love to go downstairs and fire up like my PlayStation and just play Tony Hawk for a couple hours. Like, oh yeah. Cause I guarantee you it would be like a bike. It'd be half an hour and you'd be like, Oh, I remember how to do all this. You know what I mean? Oh, and you'd absolutely. be right back. And then it'd just be hours and hours of your life fucking gone. <laughs> it's our Minecraft. It's yeah. way cooler than our, than Minecraft. Yeah, and Minecraft oh, is, and I like Minecraft. You're mining. Oh, well, I, I do. Was about to shit on it. But. No, you can't. It's fine. <laughs> oh, you're mining some shit. I'm on a fucking skateboard. Yeah, jumping off a skyscraper. Eat I, it. I like Minecraft, but yeah, Tony Hawk. Just, I don't think I can't think of another game that just stole. Like, I would love to know the collective amount of hours that game stole from people's lives. Well, my whole winters, I like, right. winters of not. That's doing all you anything. did. You That's just sat inside and played. They were yeah. perfect, yeah. and it would get me like pumped for the spring, like so pumped. Yeah, see, I just. Nah. but it was still exciting <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, it's just they were just so much fun and like Dude. and every group had that one guy that was just better than everybody else yeah. and you'd all watch him play and just be like wow well and we'd get that with uh so like another combo game would be like the mortal Kombat's, right like sure. any kind of fighting game like that where even though the skateboarding game is more you're moving around right yeah, and yeah. The mortal Kombat's are side to side it was always my buddy who was good at those games and pumping out the combos where all of us could fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he would just like, oh, you just got a 2,000 combo. I hate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also the guy who could just combo Tony Hawk. It was just, there was a, it, was, it was beautiful. There was yeah. an art form to yeah. it. So, um, all right, buddy. He's a manager at Best Buy now. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what happened to the kids that spend hours and hours and hours playing Tony Hawk. <laughs> they run Best Buy or they sit in the spare bedroom of their house talking about old video games <laughs> fuck yeah so we'll say just tony hawk in general tony hawk 2 if you can remember it in particular oh yeah i just quickly wanted to ask did you play you played on playstation right there was a nintendo 64 version but i didn't know anyone that owned a nintendo 64 version that no. controller just didn't seem like it'd be nearly as good as the playstation one for uh, playing it i think it would handle just i i played it on the playstation i i got a playstation for final fantasy 7 i think the other game i had on the playstation was tony hawk, tony hawk. <laughs> that that the original i mean because like the PlayStation controller through four consoles has, outside of adding the dual analogs that didn't come on the original versions of it, has changed so little yeah. in four generations. And honestly, it's like it's a top three video game controller design of all time. Like, What's it's, number one? Switch? No. Mm, you know, honestly, I think my favorite controller of all time is probably the Xbox 360. Yeah, that's the, just the original a, one, the big one. No, no, not the Xbox, oh, no, the, the 360, the white one. Yeah, yeah. I just think that's like it's the perfect controller. Mm -hmm. It's comfortable. It works for everything. Mm -hmm. I think the GameCube is a pretty awesome controller. Yeah, actually, too. I like the game. The my uh, controller I have for my PC is modeled after the GameCube. Nice. Yeah. That's a good. It's very comfortable. Yeah. But the PlayStation controller was just like I remember when the first one came out. It seemed so full. Right. Like you have four shoulder buttons plus the two joysticks and all this stuff. Well, because you were coming off of. Uh, I think N64 was out already, right? Yeah, but yes. it only had the two shoulder buttons, though. Well, and it was a weird this controller. Weird fucking and controller. And the PlayStation controller looked more like the uh, Super Nintendo yeah. controller. It was more like, it was oh, very this, comfortable. Is what, this is what I'm used to. And then it was just like, okay, now I just got to get used to it. <laughs> it just seemed like a more practical controller for any of that kind of stuff than, mm -hmm. the, game, than the 64 one would have been. So, mm -hmm. uh, okay, buddy, what would you give? Uh, what were you, would you give Tony Hawk 2? Or just Tony, I guess Tony yeah. Hawk. But try to go Tony Hawk 2. Tony Hawk 2. Uh, 9.8. Yeah, and just minus the two, the point two for uh, all the wasted hours. I want yeah, back. I'll, I'll, I'll literally give it the exact same thing. Yeah, that, for that exact same reason. I know it's not good at radio, but yeah, I agree with you. It was yeah. like I just like that game just makes me like sitting here talking. Some of these games come on, and you're like, well, I liked this, but I didn't like this and this and this. I liked I, everything. Yeah, when I talk about Tony Hawk, I'm just like, I just, all I can remember is like 
good times with my friends mm-hmm. just playing Tony Hawk and for hours and hours and hours. And now I just want to go play Tony Hawk. Like, I want to put Gorilla Radio on by the yeah, yeah. machine and play Tony Hawk. Yeah. That was, that was the jam, too. Put that on and just... Ah, yeah, yeah. Radio, when I ah. think of... I can't remember. I think it was Tony Hawk 3. I can't remember which one of the ones. But the one, the song I think of first when I think of Tony Hawk is TNT. Because <laughs> it was one of them that was like the intro yeah. song to it. And that's what I remember now. But God, what a great fucking series. So man. how are you going to do the intro music for this? I'm not sure. <laughs> I was singing that because I don't think I can... I don't know if I can take their music and put it on here. I probably can, but then I if they ever hear I think you can do like a, a sample. You can do yeah. a short clip, but it would be way less than what normally i'm not sure i'll figure that out because i would i honestly was thinking about that this morning i was like how the fuck am i gonna edit this one but we'll see that's the only reason these these podcasts aren't on spotify is because part of the terms is that i can't have any music in them and i'm tempted to do it anyways and just be like well i'll take them down because technically video game music is no different than like it's licensed yeah yeah Yeah. like and i'm taking it unlicensed like without permission but like everything I've read about it, sorry, this isn't gripping radio for anyone yeah. podcasting. But like most of the stuff I've read about it says that like technically you need permission, but, but they, they're like they don't free advertisement. Yeah, they're like most people don't, care. especially for like a little podcast like this. I'm not making any money off of. Nobody cares. Yeah. I might just put the Tony Hawk music in. Do it. it. Yeah, maybe I will. Fuck them. What are they going to do? Put Gorilla Radio on and see if Tuan Morello sues you. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Yeah, what a great fucking series, buddy. Um, This was just a fun. This was just a fun episode. Yeah. This was what I wanted this podcast to be. Just be like, oh, remember this? Oh, remember this? And you could skateboard as fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. And that, oh, fuck. I know. I I just want to go play Tony Hawk now. I'm going to go see if I can get a PlayStation mod on my Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Perfect. Thanks for doing this, buddy. How low can you go? Death row. What a brother know once again back is the incredible rhyme animal, the uncannable D. Public enemy number one, five bulls and threes. And I got numb, can I tell them never really never had a gun? But it's the wax that's determined in the one. Got it got me in a cell, put my records they sell, cause a brother like me said, well. That will do it for this week's episode, everybody. Tyler, thank you so much for coming over again and talking Tony Hawk with me. You guys, thank you so much for listening and hopefully leaving us a good review and blah, blah, share. You guys, I say it every week. You guys know. Um, like I said, in 20 episodes, we crept up on 1,200 downloads, and I'm pretty proud of that. And uh, I, this thing is going to get bigger and better. So thank all of you guys so much for your support. I really sincerely do appreciate it. Find us on Twitter at member the game. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash member the game. And uh, I'll be back next week with another episode for you guys. And in the meantime, it's the holidays. So go eat some good food, drink some drinks and play some video games. It's too cold to go outside. What else are you going to do? Thank you very much, you guys. I'll talk to you again in seven days. Take it easy. (laughs) 